Blog Talk Radio. God was at work in the 20th century, there'll be one name that's bound to feature prominently. Derek Prince. humble man and a world-class Bible scholar, his steadfast commitment to God and obedience to the Holy Spirit turned him into one of the most loved and respected Bible teachers of his time. For over six decades, Derek Prince's life-changing Bible teaching became a source of inspiration to millions of Christians around the world. Derek Prince was born into a British military family in Bangalore, India in 1915. At the age of 14, he won a scholarship to Eton and... Stand by for live broadcast. Okay, praise God, and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio. Special sermon. We still have our telethon. We are still bringing the word of God. We have about 1,500 new members. The Lord moved with word of knowledge, and my God, it has really been a blessing to see how the power of God works when you obey his word and, and stand through the trials and tribulations of life. We're going to be talking about how to hear the voice of God. We're making many changes at the Internet radio station here. Those who've been with me for the longest, for a long time, and going back and forth, you know, doing your deliverance and getting yourself uh, taken care of with the Lord, we're going to be sending you with Evangelist Janice Taylor. This will be the last week of me dealing with people who have been known previously for a long time, not because of anything they did wrong. It's because I have new incumbents very very new and you do know some of the word and you know a lot of the word and you've even heard it and so it's in your spirit so i got to devote a lot of my time with babies and you have to nourish people and teach people the correct scripture we got to be led by the holy spirit when you're dealing with a human soul so i have a lot at my plate and i ask that you be patient do not judge the spirit of god don't judge me i'm obeying god it may not be what you want but it's what the lord wanted <laughs> It, this is the Lord's radio station. This is not my radio station. No one owns this station but the Lord Jesus. Now, we're going to be talking about something that's going to enhance your life if you would really pay attention. Uh, most of you can't hear God. And a lot has to do with you not being able to hear the Lord. Uh, a lot of uh, interference that can come in, especially with your fleshly mind. God wants to talk to every last one of you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, how God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Lord, we take this opportunity to ask that you forgive us for all of our sins that we may have committed. In 1 John 1, 9, your word says that we confess our fault, that you are just and able to forgive us for all unrighteousness. Let's humble ourselves and ask you to forgive us for any sins that we have done or judged a person or allow our minds to interpret what the Holy Spirit wants to say when it is not the will of God. Father, we thank you for your precious blood. We bind Satan 
We take authority over all mind spirits, intellectual demons, thought demons, human mind demons, fleshly mind thinking. We bind the little wicked thing, and we send it back to the sender. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God wants to talk to you. God does talk to man. And God wants to have a personal relationship with you every day. And that takes time, it takes deliverance, and it takes a lot of patience. A lot of us was taught wrong. I was taught wrong. I was taught Roman Catholicism. That that ain't going to help. <laughs> I was really messed up. I was so messed up, I didn't know where I was going or coming. I was so messed up, I was on crack. I was so messed up, I was on heroin, cocaine, vodka, rum, moonshine, mushrooms, pills. Oh, you name it, I was on it. And the devil had me all wired out, and God was patient with me. This is why I tell people to be patient with people. Be patient with yourself. Stop being hard on yourself. Don't let the devil get you envy against another brother's walk with the Lord. Because you don't do what he do, or he don't do what you do. Only God knows what you do. Don't be jealous of someone and have spiritual jealousy in your heart with anybody. If these things go in your heart, God will deal with you before he communicate with you. Make sure that you forgive. Make sure that you make sure you have all bitterness and forgiveness away from you so that the Lord can have mercy and grow and teach you. Amen? But God does want to talk to man. He, he yearns for the fellowship. And if anybody ever tell you anything contrary to that, it's a lie. God cares for you. The Bible says that God showed no respect to person. The Lord loves me just as well as he loves you. Whether you do as much as I do, that don't mean nothing to God. The last should be first and the first should be last. If you have pride in you, you're not going to hear God. Pride. God ain't talking to no proudful people. If you want to self-exhort yourself, if you want to be recognized by somebody or with a person, God's not going to talk to you. Wrong motive. And he said, Behold, the Lord our God has showed us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God does talk with man, and he liveth. Deuteronomy 5.24. God talks to man. Now, here's the problem. A lot of you have not been taught how to hear the voice of the Lord. Most of you have been through theological trainings, which really gets you to use your mind. Most of us have been under another Jesus for many of our lives and never come to the revelation knowledge of Christ through the ministry of deliverance. I believe that this ministry is the most important ministry in the body of Christ because without this ministry, how would you be able to correct that which is wrong when something is operating in you and in your mind? Demons. A lot of you may not have agreed with demons. Some of you have had a different theological perspective of this. And uh, it's the enemy. <laughs> that I can tell you. Straight up the devil. Satan wants to keep you away from hearing God. And when you can't hear God, you're going to go make a mistake on your own and go back and use your fleshly mind. Your mind cannot hear God. So we ain't talking about using your mind in spiritual things. You know, if you can train your spirit and move your thoughts out the way, you'll be a lot better. And that takes time and requirements. There are myths and misunderstandings and misinformation concerning the ministry of deliverance. The first battleground in the ministry of deliverance is the mind. 
of men, men's mind. And Satan has sown questions, doubt and fears in your own mind, which becomes hindrance to involvement in this valid biblical ministry of hearing the voice of God. The person who's in the way is your own mind. Some of you, your mind is running your, your spirit. And your spirit can't even run run nothing because your mind is so strong. You've been so rooted in it. You've been doing it a long time. Long time means a lot of time to get it come out. Take an oak tree 400 years old. You ain't going to put it up from the top. you got to just tear the whole thing down. And, and this is what some of you have to do. And, and if you're not, if you're spiritual lazy, it, you ain't going to never hear God. I can tell you that right now. You leave this earth uh, hearless if you don't do spiritual warfare. You have to do this every day. You can't complain about it now. We're going to open up the lines. We're not talking about nothing, no nothing about the past, anything but one thing, what you learned for yourself, no scriptures, no nothing, because the Holy Spirit is cutting that out. God is a God of order, and we don't need no extra preaching that the Holy Spirit has already given me. Now, let's look at this. The first battleground is the mind, which men are constantly being attacked. Satan sows questions of doubt. We need not spend time in those who are unteachable and argumentative. Now, if you're argumentative and unteachable, you're not going to learn the ministry of deliverance. You're wasting time with people because you're fighting in your own soul for your own belief. That's earthly wisdom. You're trying to use your earthly wisdom, which is demonic, to try to learn the things of God. This is why uh, here we follow the Holy Ghost, strictly the Holy Ghost. And if you're argumentative with a person, that's not God. If you're always uh, angry, quick, fast, rapid anger, you can't pow, shout out of nowhere, those are demons. I've had demons in me. I still have to come through deliverance every day. I get attacked. People say certain things to me, negative. The two or three days, they, they say, forgive me. I'm, I already forgave them. You know, I, I, figure, I feel more sorry for them because they got to sow what they weep than me because I don't take it back and take it personal. If you're taking things personal, there's no way that the Holy Spirit will be able to deal with you because you're back in your human senses again. You have to come out to human senses and take, and take what God gives you and accept it. And the reason why God doesn't want us to use our earthly wisdom in understanding the Lord or our human minds is because it is close as it can be to the demonic. In James chapter 3, verse 15, it says, This wisdom descended not from above. So most of your wisdom that you have is not from above. Because if it was from above, you would be able to hear the Lord, and the Lord would give you wisdom. So therefore, I know that you're still in your natural mind using your own human reasonings to try to understand God. And this is why many of you can't hear the voice of God. This wisdom descended not from above, but it's earthly Central, see, emotional, central. That's emotions. And anytime you're riding on your emotions, it's impossible to hear the voice of God because you're in stride with your feelings and your human conscience. That's carnality. That's when you are become what you call a carnal Christian. God does not want any of you to be a carnal Christian. From where envy and strife is, there is confusion. And every evil work, anytime there's argumentativeness, anger, violence, rapid response anger, quick anger, cussing, 
violating uh, the person's uh, uh, verbal abuse. All these things are demonic. And a lot of us sometimes don't realize that we had a demon. I did not know that crack cocaine it was a demon until I got into the ministry of deliverance. And, and Pastor Wayne was praying over me, man, that thing. And I went home and I said, Lord, I'm tired of this. Lord Jesus, I'm so tired of this. I don't want it no more. See, when you don't want any any demons, you really don't want them, you get rid of them. And some of you fight. The Lord has said to me, a lot of you still fight when you're hearing Revelation. You fight, but I don't understand it. You are not going to understand Revelation from your natural mind. It's not going to work. In that case, the devil can understand everything you hear. In that case, you don't need to be saved if you're natural mind. If you're an unsaved person and you can hear the Spirit of God, that ain't going to work because you ain't in the kingdom of God. you got to get in his kingdom. You're his children. He speaks to his children. He don't speak to bastards. A lot of undiscipline in the walk with you have that you have had throughout your life causes the problems that you have today. Now, let me say this here. We need not spend time to those who are unteachable and argumentative. I have a new group. We're going to train you, but the minute you start arguing, coming up against the Holy Spirit, I will allow you to leave and give you an opportunity to go somewhere else. I am not fighting anyone, whoever, friend, non-friend, church member, no church member. I don't care who you are. I'm not doing it anymore. The Lord told me I'm wasting my time with that. When you got fighting and quarreling in your spirit, there's no way that the Holy Spirit can talk to you, so I'm wasting my time if I see it manifest. Deal with your demons. Deal with your demons. We need not to spend time with those who are unteachable. So I'm saying this with this new, brand new class and older ones too. If you're unteachable, I can't help you. Jesus sometimes gave a simple, straightforward answer to his critics, but spent his time ministering to the people who were received and to the teaching of his, his dispensation. We do well to follow Christ's examples, and that's what we're doing here at Live Deliverance in that radio. Any unteachable organ, if I give you a revelation, hey, but tell me what it is. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say, go to the Lord. If you get angry, that demon's going to make you get angry at me, and then you're going to fall out of fellowship, and then you ain't going to speak, and then it's the same cycle that the devil's going to do to you. And, then, and all it is is designed to prevent you from hearing the voice of God. The only way to deal with the devil and demons is through direct confrontation. Furthermore, God has given the Christian and his church the commission to cast out demons. And we're going to do that because the demons are in your mind blocking you from hearing the Lord and your soul and your stubbornness. Fear and terror at the mention of demons or devils really blocks a lot of people from understanding this ministry. The concept of demons helped by means by, by taken by fictional mythology and superstitious rather than from scripture. People look at the, the movie, The Exorcism, and say that's the ministry of deliverance. That's part of the ministry of deliverance. The deliverance ministry is also associated with the ministry of healing. The fear that some have of deliverance has been fostered in part such films as The Exorcist, Rosemary Baby, which are designed to create mystery, sensationalism, violence, fear, rather than the contrary truth of God's word. The Christian should look at his resources, which is the Bible, and study it and submit himself to the will of God and allow God to put him through sufferings and through trials to develop himself to stand. Most of you cannot stand and walk with the Lord effectively because you won't go through a trial. You won't suffer. You'll find a way to get out of it. And then you've got to start all right back over. 
God doesn't want that with any of you. God loves you. God cares for you. Uh, is patient with you. Look how much patience he's had with you. Have that same patience with other people. Please, have it with other people. Hearing God's voice. God, un, uh, God has requirements in John chapter 10, verse 16 to 27. God used three periods. One, dispensation to communicate with his people. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to dispensate his spirit upon you to communicate with you. Isn't it wonderful that you can hear his voice, and when you hear a preacher preach, the Holy Spirit can tell you, that ain't me. I, Jesus of Nazareth, come in the flesh, and you can and obey it. And if you don't, now, whenever you're able to hear the Lord, if you don't obey him, it's going to be worse for you. Also, there are so new many people here with this radio broadcast. All of you may not be uh, ordained to cast out demons full time. There are different levels of casting out of demons. And this may not be fit for you. But you still should be able to learn how to because Jesus said, in my name, you shall cast out demons. I believe that the Lord will only give you the demon that's required of the faith that you have. And I've noticed that through my experiences here in this ministry. God wants the dispensation to communicate with his people. Patriots, he did with the families and fathers, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Enoch, the law, the temple and the priesthood, the nation of Israel collectively, the gospel, the whole human race. Each individual, one requirement remains the requirement to hear God's voice. Hearing God's voice produces faith. Hearing God's voice produces faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you turn briefly to the book of Jeremiah, if we go to Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 23, But this thing commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people, and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well unto you. Now, a lot of people tell me, I can't hear the Lord. Well, if you can't hear him by voice, you can hear him by his word. His word is his voice. So, and I'm noticing that the Lord has said me, some people want to hear God like I hear God. That's a different, well, you got to suffer. You got to do a lot of suffering to get, you know, I'm not saying I'm hiding somebody else, but I go through a lot. I do a lot of suffering. I have to trust God for income. When people say they're going to tithe, they'll do something. The Lord said me, don't, they, they'll tithe for a minute, then this devil tempt them and boom, something happens. I can't depend on people. I have to strictly depend on the Lord. I cannot use my mind to teach anybody because I'm not capable of teaching you at the level that the Holy Spirit wants you to learn. I'm not capable of writing out a sermon. I have a spelling problem. I don't mind humbling myself out to those who listen to me because it's not about me. It's about Jesus in me and that he will get the glory and he will get the honor. It's not about me. Now, hearing God's voices produce faith. Three distinctions features of hearing God's voice. God's voice is personal. It will be personal to you. Each voice is individual and unique. His spirit will talk to your spirit based on what you got in your spirit. Now, if you ain't got nothing in the tank, how are you going to talk to you? There's a lot of things that block people from hearing God. Sin, anger, bitterness, 
fornication, lust, cussing, anything that's not good, put it like that. Confrontation, all this blocks you, and the devil keeps throwing it at you, keeps throwing it at you, keeps throwing it at you, keeps throwing it at you. Why? He doesn't want you to cross over. Each voice is individual. No two voices are alike. We can only recognize his voice only if he is our shepherd. We need to cultivate hearing his voice. Cultivate. C-U-L-T-I-V-A-T-E. Cultivate hearing his voice. Now, how do you cultivate hearing his voice? Stop letting your mind run you. Your thoughts is not God. If I can get this across a lot of you, you'll have a lot of success. This is personal. Now, it's based on what you're going to do, okay? It's based on what you're going to do every day. We're not talking to me or calling me or seeing me. No, it's what you're going to do without me or without anybody, just you, based on you. It ain't based on me, based on you. Sometimes God isolates you. God has isolated me. I'm in a healing stage. God is using this opportunity for me to replenish myself in my home. I'm quiet. I deal with people every day, all day, with all kinds of demons, 12, 13, 14, 15 hours. When I get off this thing, I go and I put in Derek Prince. Then after I put in Derek Prince, I put in Alexander Scorby, and I just listen to the book of Judges, 2 Kings, 3 Kings, uh, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, Chronicles, and repeat it. I keep repeating it. I keep repeating it. And that's how I go to sleep. I wake up, I pick right back up off and keep into, and can hear the Spirit of God. I don't do things that create mind thinking. But what are you going to do? What's going on? I don't like when people start using that, I go away from it because they're not going to, they don't realize that the devil's tempting me to think. Well, you need your mind. You don't need it for nothing spiritual. And the Holy Spirit will lead you even how to pay bills or even what to do in your everyday life. Your mind is say, good evening, good morning. Well, I know I got to go send something off. But see, you say that with a person who have a mind problem, they're going to get real confused and start to make it complicated. Why? Because the demons don't want them to make it simple. This is very simple. You have to develop your spirit. You have to hear from the heart, from your heart. A lot of people want to hear his voice. Yes, you can hear his voice. You also, he also speaks through my heart. There are many ways that the Lord can speak to you through his word, through your heart, and through his voice. God's voice is intangible. It can't be touched, seen, or felt. It can't be comprehended by our physical senses. This is why a lot of you are having problems hearing God. Because you're trying to deal with him with your physical senses and the human realm of the mind. The human realm of your mind. And this is why you keep bumping and bumping and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and more thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. Holy Spirit says, I so wish he would stop so I can talk to him. And you just are gone. And that thing's been so connected with you for so many years, it gets just part of you. So you really got to rip it out of you by a lot of self-deliverance. Lots of self-deliverance. Lots of self-deliverance. Lots of self-deliverance and deliverance. It can't be touched, seen, or felt. It cannot be comprehended by our physical realm and our physical mind. It can only be heard through our heart. We must ask God for a hearing heart. Does your heart seek after God? God's voice is always present in the sense of time. Our voice is always in the past or the future. We should have a present relationship with Jesus to do so. We must have faith. Faith come by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Have a rhema 
for us each day. We have the Logos, which is the mind, counsel of God. We never change this through Christ. We also have a rhema, who is personal word of God from us. God's word is this rhema for you to guide you. If you can't hear him, go to the scriptures. Lord, show me how come I can't hear your spirit. And keep asking the Lord. And keep asking the Lord. But if you're inconsistent, you ain't going to hear nothing. Hearing from the heart. Hearing from the heart. Mark chapter 4, verse 9. Hearing from the heart. You got to ask God to create in you a clean heart. Because out the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. I can't tithe. I got to readjust my finances. I can't do this because of this. I don't have the money to. You see all the negative confessions coming out your mouth? There's no faith there. And then you're going to go right back to doing the same thing you used to do, and then, bam, you're right back in the flesh. It's a trick from the devil. You have to step out in faith to do this. And anything that we do in Christian walk is faith. And if you don't conclude your faith in hearing God, it ain't going to work. Okay, let's go to Mark chapter 4, verse 9. The devil is going to always make you become independent of God. That's how he can get you. He Pull Eve to make her independent from God and her husband by bringing a suggestion of thought to her mind. And you should be like God's. That's the first attack on the human being was the mind in the garden. And it still is attacked today. But if you've been on another Jesus, a Baptist, Catholic, Presbyterian, Episcopalian, even some Pentecostal churches, they don't even teach you how to hear the voice of God, no less following God because most pastors want to control you. They want to take your money. They want to do witchcraft and operate on you. I don't want nobody looking up to me. I don't want, hey, let me ask you a question. No, you go to Jesus. I don't want nobody looking up to me. I'm a sinner, saved by grace. That's all. I'm nothing. I'm a garbage collector. I'm an errand boy. That's all I am. I can be replaced. Nothing. Can you say that about yourself? Mark 4, 9. And he said unto him, he that have an ear to hear, let him hear. He's talking about a spiritual ear. If you don't develop your spiritual ear, you ain't going to be able to hear him. You have to develop a spiritual ear. He that have an ear, let him hear. Ear, hear. Not the physical ear, the spiritual ear. Your natural ear, hear him, you say, hello, you hear that. That's how your spirit got to be. But obstacles to that is to get away from your human thoughts, your heart that speaks negative things to God, that speaks doubt and skepticism. You won't even give the Lord a chance to uh, help you. You'll come out your covenant of tithing to, 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 to do something with your money that your mind telling you it needs to be done. You should put God first and test God, try God. When you start doing stuff like that, then you can come to the level and he'll reward you through your faithfulness. Most of you you guys surrender the time the first uh, trial hits you, and then you go back in the flesh, start thinking and using your own human resources to get out your situation. Then you come go back with God. Now you got to sew that back because you didn't continue to stay with God because you came out of fellowship with God because you went in your mind to make your own decision. Then you got to sow what you weep. He, whatsoever man sow it, that's it he weep. Oh, it gets worse and worse and worse when we don't obey God and stand out in faith. You have to stand out in faith and keep his commandments, not move his commandments around based on your financial circumstances. That's not God. That's nowhere in the Bible. Now, in Revelations chapter 2, verse 7, 
Revelation verse 7. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. See, when we overcome the fleshly mind, all the gifts of the Spirit can come to us. You can be sensitive. The Holy Spirit tell me, don't get on the interstate. The Holy Spirit told me that three times. I was on the way to my dentist at, at on, on Cleveland Avenue, coming out of Riverdale. I could, it took 75. The Holy Spirit told me, do not get on that interstate. Go the other way, back road, listen to some Derek Prince. And I went to the back road, listened to the Derek Prince, and the Lord told me to tell me, don't let nobody talk to you any kind of way no more. I love you. Warn them that if they say anything bad about you, in three days they're going to be sick. If they howl and fuss at you, in three days they're going to be sick. The Lord loves me because people don't understand the attacks that I go every day through people. I'm human, but I'm able to sustain it, and I don't hate. I, I don't hate nobody. It's the demons in the people. And the Lord, and I said, Lord, don't do it to that. Don't do it. Don't, don't make them sick, Lord. And God said, I honor that. God was testing me. God was trying to see that I want vengeance to my brothers. And he said, the Lord told me, I love you. I said, I love you too, Lord. That takes suffering. That don't come easy. That comes through much persecution to have fellowship like that. Fellowship ain't easy. It's not easy to follow God because we're in a world. We listen to TV, subliminal messages that come across your mind. Whatever you're watching can be in your spirit. It's so sad to know that this is a spirit world and very few people even know that we live in a spirit world more than a physical world. So I said, Lord, don't, don't do that. And the Lord said, I was testing you. He tests Abraham. He tests the man, told him, put your son on the altar. So you can't get to that unless you go through trials. And he already knows what you're going to do, but he wants you to know yourself through trials and tribulation. Trials and tribulation and suffering brings you to the point of hearing God because it puts you in a position where the mistakes you make, you won't no longer make them no more. And then you can be able to live on faith and see as God bring you through the victory. It works. The Holy Spirit told me, do not go on that interstate. That's three times I try to get on the interstate and the Holy Spirit has warned me not to get on the interstate. But what do I do to hear the Lord? First, I forgive everybody who I minister to. I say, Lord, forgive them. But they don't know what to do. I don't take anything personal toward nobody when they call me. I don't judge people. Oh, they called them four or five times. Why they call me? I'm, I'm an apostle. I'm here to serve. I'm serving because I'm serving Christ, not that I'm serving you. I'm not doing it for you because if I do it for you, I get bitter. If I do it for you, the human fleshly mind part of me I say, I don't need to take this from this person. And then the demons will be very happy for me to get into that mindset. Then I won't be able to hear the Lord. It's very simple. Don't use your emotions to try to hear God or make judgment toward people. I forgive. I pray for people who I help. I ask the Lord, give them mercy and give them grace. I don't ask for vengeance. God says vengeance is mine. That's not for me to do. The Lord knows how to protect me. He knows me. He'll tell me when to teach a person, when not to teach a person, when to pull back, when not to pull back. So I'm, I'm fine. But if you've got any bitterness, brothers and sisters, in your heart toward anybody, there's a lady in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Ma'am, you can't 
you can't hear the Lord because you just won't forgive your husband. You have put this on your husband for many years, ma'am, and you are causing him to drink alcohol again, and it's pulling him to smoke those cigarettes. Ma'am, don't be responsible for that. Forgive your husband. Who are you to not forgive somebody? Hearing from the heart, the author is not referring to a physical ear. He is talking about the interconnection of the heart. We have to hear God with our hearts. We need to ask for a discerning heart, as did King Solomon. Let's turn to 1 Kings, chapter 3, verse 5 through 15. 1 Kings. First Kings. We're going to turn to First Kings, chapter three. Hot off the press, straight from the from the Word through the Holy Ghost. I don't prepare sermons in my mind. I don't trust my mind. I don't I don't I don't want to trust it. Ain't nothing up there. I stay right where it's at. Away from me. First Kings chapter three. First Kings chapter three verse five through fifteen. In Gilead, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God asked, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, Thou hast shown unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprighteousness of heart with thee. Look at the heart now. And then thou hast kept from him this great kindness that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. Now, O Lord, my God, Thou hast made thy servant king instead of David, my father. And I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen a great people. He cannot be numbered nor counted for multitudes. Give thereby thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this, thy so great? Verse 10. And the speech pleased the Lord, that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked thyself of life, neither asked riches, for thyself, riches, prosperity ministry, riches for thyself, that's why I don't teach prosperity, riches for thyself, nor have asked the life of thine enemy, but have asked for thy understanding to discern judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy word. Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart, so that there were none like thee before thee. Neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And I and I have also given thee thou which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, 
so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. And if thou wilt walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandments, as thy father David did walk then, I will lengthen thy days. And Solomon awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And he came to Jerusalem and stood before the ark of the covenant of the Lord and offered up burnt offerings and offered praises and made a feast to all his servants. It's the heart. Clean your heart out. Out the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. You speaking negative stuff out your heart, that's going to affect your spirit. You've got to cleanse yourself from that, the spirit, the spirit of filthiness and of the flesh. 2 Corinthians 7 1. Get that Baptist doctrine, that Catholicism doctrine out of your personal belief, your educational understanding when you're trying to make decisions. Wait on the Lord so that you can hear him. Don't violate one of his commandments to pay a bill. If he tell you to tithe, then tithe your full tithes. I tithe my full tithes and I had my air conditioning went out, my pipe went out, gone, boom, boom. And hear the devil. Well, don't you, you know, Derek Prince money, you can get it. Shut up. I don't need you to tell me what to do. I tithe to Derek Prince monthly. I tithe him to uh, Pastor Earl White's ministry. I wasn't going to say, well, I just can't. Mm-mm. I'm on the covenant with God. And you can't break any covenants. You have to be consistent to trust God. Most people can't hear God because they fail to allow God to train them. They fail to humble themselves. They fail to consistently change their life every day. They want somebody else to do it, but you have to do it yourself. God wants you to do this yourself. Out the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. So ask the Lord to cleanse your heart. Let's let's look at First uh, Chronicles, uh, chapter one, verse seven. First Chronicles. First Chronicles, chapter one, verse seven through thirteen. I'm sorry. First Corinthians. So that ye come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus, who shall also confirm you unto the end, that ye may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom you are called unto the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you call to fellowship with the Lord, but you have to develop yourself now to be in that position to be fellowshipping with Christ by hearing his voice with your own personal discipline towards yourself. You can't call on the preacher no more. You can't call on the deliverance minister. You got to do this. Can't nobody do it but you. You have to do this. I can't do it for you. I can't counsel it through you. You have to do this. This is something that you have to do every day. And the day you miss doing it, that's the day the devil's going to attack you. Devils don't, demons don't sleep, so neither can you. Ain't no rest until we get to heaven. I, I hate to say that. <laughs> None. It will result in great differences in our lives. And Proverbs 4.25 improvise that we should keep our hearts with all diligence. And our hearts should be programmed only to hear the voice of God. Out the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. Proverbs 18:24. All you got to do is listen to how you talk, and you can recognize whether you got faith or no faith at all. When you're going to use human wisdom in certain things, you're going back in your mind. How to recognize demonic attacks through your mind. 
Demons are waiting for an entryway into your mind. All Christians have natural tendencies uh, for particular types of sin. Being sensitive to the Holy Spirit keeps the demonic attack from going into deep levels of your mind. That means that you got to do a lot. If you have a mind problem, your mind kind of thinking, or demons trying to, er the Lord said me there's mind erasing demons trying to allow people to forget forgetful spirits. They're erasing, they're chewing out your mind. You have to go against that every day. Memory loss. These are demonic spirits. That's not God. God wants you to have a memory, but the devil don't. The devil wants you to use your mind, and then he wants to destroy it at the same time. It doesn't play fair. You have to have the mind of Christ come up against that by speaking. Hey, you spirit of memory loss, you get away from me. You got to do that. I can't do it for you. You can't call me to do it. Everywhere waits for me to do it. You got to do it. God wants you to walk on your own, being independent. Drop you in a, a battlefield. You his, you his, you got a sniper, and then you got a uh, uh, coordinator that lines up the site. That's it. That's Marine Recon. Just drop two off in that big old field, and you got one problem to take care of. That's the enemy. But that's how you got to be of your life, your life with the Lord. Stop depending on people and depending on your own personal desire to serve and to change God. Stop allowing someone to give you a boost. Boost yourself. Because ain't nobody around, the demon's going to be still there. When you go to bed and you wake up, they're going to be waiting on you. You can remember, you can believe that. So if you don't recognize that, if you're not aggressively spiritually, you won't be able to hear God. You have to work on hearing the voice of God. For example, if there's an interruption of peace in your soul, the Holy Spirit gives a tightness in your spirit. If the Holy Spirit can't alert you while you're talking and acting crazy, that means that you're away from the Holy Spirit. There's no, and then when I see a person take nine, six weeks just to recognize what they did wrong, that means that their Holy Spirit is very weak inside because it doesn't take that long for somebody to make an error to get corrected. The Holy Spirit corrects me very quickly when I sin. Very, very quickly. And it's miserable. Oh, my God, I don't like to do it. It's very miserable. But if you can't because you're attached to your soul, I immediately begin to practice spiritual warfare. Doing a demonic attack, spiritual warfare uh, might need to be practiced frequently through day and night with any of you based on your, cir your circumstances. I might have a spontaneous thought that gives me words like, the pastor's trying to change. He's not trying to be my friend. He doesn't love me no more because he won't talk. Oh, all them thoughts come in people's minds. And that's the devil planting that. Man may have something to do, a different shift of the spirit in his responsibilities, and you're on an old shift. That's your mind. The Lord was telling me people were thinking, he said, most of them think that you don't want to be with them no more. You're mad at them. That's the demon put down. Here I am. I got new people. I can't stick with the old soldiers. I'm sending you to another department in this ministry where older soldiers can work on their craft. I got new incumbents coming in. That's just like getting off that bus, United States Navy SEALs, getting off that bus, U.S. Marine Corps. Time you get off that bus, you got to get indoctrinated. I have to indoctrinate these people, the gospel of Jesus of Nazareth, train them, raise them, teach them about the Holy Ghost, teach them not to look up to me. That's a heavy responsibility for over 1,500 people. You try it with yourself. Some of you can't even have victories in yourself, but yet you want to help others and teach others. You're not in a position to do that. Get yourself right. Get away from pride, because if you can't hear God, you got some pride in you. 
If you can't hear God, I guarantee you there's some pride somewhere there. Not all thoughts are demonic in origin. Some thoughts are entertained by your soul. Let me say this again. Not all thoughts are demonic. Some of them are entertained by your soul. The Holy Spirit has never failed to show me how to maintain my deliverance. For the past 27 years, I've always asked the Lord to show me my sin. Show me my sin. Show me my sin, Lord. Lord, show me my sin. I don't want it in me. I want it out of me. Now, your mind constantly comes under attack by God. Constantly. All day. Every day. It's designed to pull you away from God, to make you think negative about a person, pastor, wife, husband, cousin. Any human being will magnify itself to do the opposite of love. Then you know it's not God. Behind every negative emotion, it's a demon. Most of your personality is made up of demons. I hate to say that. The mind is being the focal point of Satan's attack on us. becomes high ground. The battle against Satan is in our minds. Satan is a consistent aggressor and bombards us every day with horrendous evil thoughts. That's not God. And most of you entertain these thoughts. Then they get into your heart, and then they become part of you. We're going to continue this series on the mind and hearing God's voice. We're going to have another sermon later on of this evening, and we're going to be back on air tonight at 8 o'clock. We'll not be on blog talk because we're using the blog talk time right now. Demons are often assigned to speak to the same lie to a person's mind several times a day. Now, the familiar spirit who's familiar with all your ways sends that to the demons to say, this is how to get him. He likes food. Give him, some, give him a burger burger. He'll get off his fast. Here you go on a fast. Somebody bring you a burger burger and you take it. Now you done broke your fast. Somebody say one word to you that caused pain and hurt you, in you, bow, you shoot off. The demons know that. They tap in that soul. This is why you have to put that under subjection and put the arm of God on and not move by your human, human soul. A lot of us haven't been taught how to do this, but to get it correctly is to call on God, ask the Lord to change your heart, come up against negative thinking, and cast those things down immediately as they come. Now, if you don't do that, you're going to get overran. This, going, this sermon is going to last for maybe an hour or two, and you're going to go right back to doing the same thing you're doing if you don't change your ways. Changing your ways is not doing it one time. It's doing it consistently. Why does the devil want us to do a lot of thinking, thought, the act of processing of thinking, the facility of thinking or reasoning away from the Holy Ghost. That's why. Because when you do the thinking, I guarantee you, if you're going to think something out and not ask the Holy Spirit to give you a revelation about your bills, your problems, or how to do something, you're going to mess up. Because when the devil gets you in the realm of thinking, that's where you're going to lose. Because he knows something that you don't know. And I'm going to share with you that you've seen and heard thousands of times in Scripture but you probably have never placed it in such fashion that the Holy Spirit is going to do it today. In the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 6, it says, For to be carnally minded is death. This is why the Holy this is why the demons don't want you to hear God. He wants you to stay carnally, which is death. Death to what? Not physical death. 
deaf to the Holy Spirit. You're not going to hear your soul, your human thoughts, your determining to say what you got to say so people can understand it. That's going to mess you up. That's going to jack you up so far and so hard. hard. Then it's going to start making you hate people. Then it's going to get you jealous of people. Then you're going to get frustrated. All these are the works of the enemy. That's not, the Bible said what's well, so a good thing, good thought, think on those things. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Carnally minded. When you are in carnality, you are at the devil's uh, position to attack you. When you're in carnality, the position of attack by the devil. First Corinthians 3, 1, and brethren could not speak unto you as unto spiritual but as into carnal. See, you can't speak to people in spiritual things when they're carnal. They're going to fight it. Well, wait a minute. Now I'm going to understand. And they're trying to understand the spirit of God. Just believe. There's no faith there. This is why some people, when you talk to them, they have to get an understanding because they don't have no faith. So that suits their understanding at that time of them understanding what they're trying to understand. We don't, when they really don't get it from the revelation of the Holy Spirit, they think they got it, and then they go right back and make the same mistake. It's a trick from the devil. That's an old trick that the devil used on people's mind. Bagupitus. That's the demon that stirs that up. He's good at it. Bagupitus. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. You can't, some people you can't even talk to spiritual. They can't understand it. They don't have enough word in them. Now, what pushes out you from being disciplined from the Holy Spirit to hear God? Rebellion, stubbornness, anger, bitterness, wrath. Fornication, adultery, lying, spiritual pride, trying to compare your spirituality with someone else. I see pastors get jacked up with that all the time. You want somebody to know you know something. That's pride. Pride to tear you up. Humble yourself. You don't need to know that nobody knows you know nothing. You ain't nothing. Just humble yourself. Stop trying to get recognition. Humble yourself. I don't want no recognition. Call me Brother Emmett. I'm not interested in, in my, no recognition. I don't. I don't like. I don't like it because I feel it's taking the place of my Lord. I'm just. A, I'm just a person that can be replaced, man. I don't have that in my heart. I don't desire that. I don't desire to be up on the pulpit with all the preachers. Just set me down in the audience and the time be to come up. I come up there. I don't know who them people it is up there. I'm just trying to do my work and get to heaven. That's all I'm trying to do. For your Connell. For where there is among you envy, strife, and divisions, are ye not carnal? See, any time that you think negative of a person, that's your mind. That's carnality. You thinking that the person don't want to talk to you, or your, your mind got you thinking the person don't like you, and you can't test the spirit, and you keep hearing that thought, you keep hearing that thought, then you entertain that thought, and you act on it, and then you mess yourself up. Why? Because the devil wants to keep you far away from God as he can by allowing you to continue to use your mind. The Bible says, therefore, I say that you take no thought for your life or what you should eat or what you should drink. Most of us are using that mind even um, uh, 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 see how we're going to survive. How can I survive? Faith. The just shall live by faith. The Lord blessed me with some money. He told me, don't spend it. I obeyed God. I was going to pay the internet bill. He said, I'll send that in to you. 
He says, don't ever depend on someone and they tell you what they're going to do because they may not do it. Because I found out that the devil can get someone that's there to do something and they get through a trial, bam, they're going to go back to their natural ways and forget the covenant, and boom, ain't going to be no tithes because it's going to be the mind going back in there and say, well, I can't do it. There's no faith to that. And the Lord told me, trust me. I'm not talking to any one person. I'm talking to throughout the experiences that I have encountered in this ministry. Now, if it's affecting you, if it's talking to you, then the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you to do something before you go do the wrong thing. See, when the Spirit of God moves on a person as they speak, it's supposed to directly speak to that individual person's need. It's not for me to know who the Lord is talking to. The Lord is telling me just to say this and say that. He's not telling me who's listening to me because I don't care. It's not my job. My job is to get this out to you, and then it's for you to apply it. Don't come back arguing with me and being argumentative because that's not going to happen. If you don't like it, then go tell the Lord, I don't like it. Don't come to me. Those days are over. Do not come to me. I don't have the time, the energy to be fighting unnecessary demons. Amen. All right. Other tactics used by Satan's army are personal attacks against you to demoralize and take the wind out of your thoughts out of your uh, emotions through shame, guilt, and both your past sins. Do not let the devil hit you and attack you through your past sins. Don't let the devil beat you upside the head with that. You've been forgiven for whatever it is. You have been forgiven. That's the important thing, that you have been forgiven. Now, your mind cannot write a sermon. Impossible. I don't write sermons. That's from the flesh. I don't. I don't do it. But your mind can't do anything. Jesus Himself never, in His life, on His earth, did anything from the natural mind. He never did it in the spirit. Mark two eight. He did it in the spirit. Luke one eighty. He did it in the spirit, Luke ten twenty one. He did it in the spirit, John seven thirty nine. He did it in the spirit, Mark one twelve. He did it in the spirit, Luke twenty three forty six. He did it in the spirit, John six sixty three. He did it in the spirit, Luke two forty. He did it in the spirit, Luke two twenty seven. He did it in the spirit, Mark chapter eight verse twelve. He did it in the spirit, uh, Matthew four one. He did it in the spirit in Mark chapter two verse eight. He never did anything in his own mind as a matter of fact moses and we all know moses if you look at uh numbers chapter 16 not in his mind anybody on my staff in the mind they won't make it we don't use minds and i don't have no member on staff that's in their mind we do not sister dirty don't teach from her mind Evangelist Taylor can hear the Holy Spirit. I have people that can hear the Holy Spirit because you can't be guessing with dealing with people's souls. And when you think you're going to be a minister in your flesh, you're not going to be a good minister at all, man. You'll be a theologian, but you're not going to be a minister of the gospel of Christ. God didn't call theologians. He called us to be apostles. That's something that man made, theologian. And the ones I've seen has never impressed me spiritually at all, especially the king of all dong dongles, E.W. Numbers 16.28. All right, King. The bottlemakers are still getting hot for you. E.W. Numbers 16.28. And Moses says, Hereby 
ye shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these things, for I have not done them of my own mind. Moses didn't even do it of his own. All those miracles, that was the Spirit of God. Now, the mind is not going to let you take over and let the Holy Spirit take over. It's going to fight you. It's going to make you believe that you're doing something wrong. It's going to tell you this man sounds absurd. How can you do that? Use, don't use your mind. That thing will go into you and talk to you like a fool all day and make you go away. So as soon as the word is sown, Satan comes and begins to choke it. Don't let it choke it from you. Amen. God wants to talk to you. In Jeremiah 6, 19, it says, Hear, O earth, O Lord, I will bring evil upon this people, even the fruits of their thoughts. See, your thoughts can produce negative thinking. That opens up the doors to demons. This is why you got to grow the spirit. See, if you can't hear something, what you go to your own mind and start thinking to try to find a way to hear God. Be still. Be still. Shut it off. Wait on God. Now, I don't want to have no long, stretched-out conversation on how to do it because I ain't got time for that no more. Just go and apply it and ask God to give you grace. Amen? Amen? Okay. Now, when vain, vain thinking and vain thoughts start coming to you based on Psalms 119, verse 113, it's up to you to stop that. You got to stop that. You got to say, no, uh-uh, I'm not going to do that. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. If something giving you a thought to hate somebody, to be jealous of somebody, or to say derogatory things to somebody, or to be evil with somebody, that's not God. That's the devil in your mind. I pray that you have been blessed by this. Please call in 646-378-1857. We're going to open up the uh, phones only for what you've learned. Nothing else. No conversations of nothing but what you've learned. Work on your own salvation. We want you to work on you. Don't preach to nobody. None of that. The Holy Spirit has changed this whole platform. We have new people. We're not bringing in that. There's no more great nothings calling. Ain't no more doctors. All that's gone. So we don't have to, it, no, I don't need nobody to alliterate that for me. I'm already said it. Let that be. Because what I'm trying to do is to get you to focus on you, not the ministry. That's, leave that up to me. You work on you. Now, the Lord is telling me that a lot of you are very stubborn, and you have to break the spirit of stubbornness by prayer. And ask the Lord to break this follow ground, Hosea 10, 12. There's a lot of follow ground that you got to break up and that you have to allow the Lord to break you down, mow you down, but you have to submit to in order for it to happen. It's very uncomfortable. Very, very uncomfortable. When the Lord told me not to use my mind, I ain't never, I ain't said, well, wait a minute now, I don't have a mind to use. And I really believe this is probably why I can hear God, because <laughs> ain't nothing up there. Ain't nothing up there. I don't even want, I don't, I don't minister people from my fleshly thinking and think what I got to say. I can't do it. I think I put a curse on somebody doing that, and you put a curse on yourself using your mind. Amen. So hear God by praying in tongues. Lord, I want to hear you. Ask him to create in you a new heart. Change your heart. Your heart has to be changed. He can create in you, and he'll speak through your heart. Or he'll speak to, to, to a voice. It's based on him. But God does want to talk to you, and he loves you. He don't love me no different than you. He loves all of us the same. Amen? Okay, shalom. God bless. Please sow a seed at Live Deliverance in that radio. i got nine more sermons to do with nine more uh, new, newcomers. Uh, there's a person right now who's having headaches. I'm hearing headaches. Uh, headaches. I'm hearing a spirit of loneliness. 
there is someone who has diabetes. Ma'am, your sugar is 300. You are, you are opening up the door because of your unbelief. You won't forgive your grandmother. You need to forgive your grandmother. Okay, uh, there's another person. You are, you are in St. Louis, Missouri. You analyze everything. You're trying to think out what I'm saying right now. That slit of slitters is in your mind, trying to get you to do that, to keep you away from the Holy Spirit. Please give me a call, 678-701-3733. All right, we're going to open up the lines. Only what you learned, nothing else. If you say anything else outside that, I would say stop it in the middle of everybody. Only what you learned, because we have a new uh, program. I'm not here. For, I don't need nobody to, to do no talking for the radio station. I can do it myself. We got this. The Holy Spirit got this. We made tremendous changes, and we see so many people joining because of that. Again, thank you. And if we got another 100 members who just joined. Amen. Uh, over to Navy1 at gmail.com. Praise God. Praise God. Now, if you don't know the Lord, let's get salvation. If you made a mistake, if you don't know who Jesus is, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. I ask that you forgive me for all of my sins, known and unknown. You are the Son of God. Come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. I ask that you forgive me. I accept you. I confess you with my mouth. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart, thou shalt be saved. Romans 10, 9. I thank you for my salvation. Now, if you got saved, we ain't going to just run you off and say, good, you're saved. If you got saved here, give us a call. Email me at overgenavy1 at gmail.com. We'll set up a class. I now have help. I have three other different pastors now that's able to help me. Thank God for Evangelist Janice Taylor. I thank Pastor Earl for helping me, Brother Steve Lee for helping me, Sister Ruthie out of Israel. I thank Sister Durden for helping me. God bless all those who've given. Thank you for all of everyone's support. Thank Brother John for sowing seeds to helping me. I thank Brother Rodriguez Baker. I thank Brother Carlson Samuel. I thank Brother Sammy Osley, Brother Chris Paul. God bless all of you. I can't name everybody, but I want to thank all of you. I love you. Uh, we are all brothers in Christ trying to do one thing, get to see God. We're not here to bring strife and divisions amongst one another. That's not God. God is love. God bless you. Shalom to you, and have a wonderful evening. Stand by for Live Living Internet Radio. God bless those who've been listening to me here on our Facebook segment. Again, sow a seed at www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand corner of the icon, the PayPal icon. Shalom. We're going back to regular broadcast. Us, those who are listening to me here, the spirit of Antichrist right now at www.livedeliverancenetradio.com. Okay, praise God. Question and answers, uh, Chapman Durden, how can we help you before we close? What the question was, how can um, the ministry help me? No, I said, what, what, I'm sorry, I was talking to somebody else. You have the mic. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I really enjoyed this session for, for the main primary reason. You know, being an old guy who was trying to study and learn and, and hear the voice of God, uh, that was a struggle for me because I was brought up all those years to teach that um, we have a certain word so we can just forget about speaking to God and God speaking to us um, literally, that uh, if we want to know what God wants to do, all we got to do is read the Bible. And that was really a bad thing for me because I 
uh, and scuffle and scuffle and scuffle with the word of God and everything else because I always thought that uh, God doesn't talk to us. He doesn't talk to us verbally like one man to another man, but only through the Bible, that kind of a thing. But sitting under the uh, ministry, I learned a couple of things that I think are very important that somebody's here so they won't take forever to know how to hear from God, you know. And I want to say this. One thing I learned, God wants to communicate with us. There ain't no lie. That's Psalm 99, uh, uh, verses 6 and 7. He wants he us to meditate on his word, and he wants us to ask him questions. That's in Job 31. He responds. No scriptures. Then, no, 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 no scriptures. Oh. No scriptures. Okay, okay. No scriptures. Okay. No scriptures okay. at all. Yeah, all right. And we need to anticipate hearing God speak. He speaks to us today, not just through the Bible. And another thing I want I, I learned is that doing good things is not the same as being obedient to the voice of God. Well, I did just I gave her some money to help her cook. That's not necessarily God. That's just your heart. And I want to sum it up by saying this. The scriptures are clear, y'all. Regarding the state of our carnal mind, and he emphasized the carnal mind, carnal mind, and that was good because I learned from that is declaring it that your your carnal mind is 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 unable to submit to the law of God because the mind don't know God, don't have any relationship with God. And scriptures also declare that what we are natural people, a natural man cannot cannot receive the things of God because what they are foolish to him. And then I like this uh, this quote by saying this. Especially all these doctors with these degrees. Unfortunately, many educated people who have studied the scriptures have interpreted them according to the understanding of their carnal mind. Not only that, but they're trying to interpret the scriptures because they are, and they can't because they have unredeemed intellect. When I say unredeemed, they don't know the Lord. The Lord can call half of them. Some of them because it's a prestigious job to have, and so you won't be able to hear God because your mind is unredeemed. And redeem intellect, and then two, your opinions. Well, I think, and who want to know what you think? All right, we need to we need to we 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 change the format up. We don't. I I just want everybody in the future to talk about what you learned, not to teach other people on the broadcast. I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. We don't want that. We'll talk about you. What you? How can you hear God? What has helped you? Not other pastors. What I learned. Yeah, but we're not here to discuss the other preachers and why they can't hear God. What is your problem? Why and what it needs for you? The reason why that the Holy Spirit is doing this so that people can get able to hear the Lord themselves so God can discipline you so that you can hear. That's don't, we don't want to worry about the other pastors because we're talking about you individually working out your own salvation. This format has changed. We don't have that format anymore, Brother John. Have a good day. Okay, God bless you, and have a wonderful evening.